Greetings, dearest listeners. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. This time, I thought I'd uh, let you in on a little secret about just how abjectly terrified I am about the fact that the dude is going away on his first ever school holiday in a week's time. Now, for those who are new to this particular Firefly podcast um, and who don't know me and my little tribe, uh, the dude is a very normal cognitively normal anyway 11 year old trapped in a body that does not work um he's has a wicked sense of humor he is an absolute adrenaline junkie but he's non-verbal he has intractable epilepsy struggles with life-threatening seizures on a daily basis he's unable to control his movements very well and he spends his life pretty much using his well manual wheelchair so when I say he uses his manual wheelchair he sits in it and his carers have to do everything for him he's entirely tube fed so although if we're not feeding him fast enough he'll get stroppy and try to grab at the syringe for example he can't feed himself he is an incredibly intelligent young man I nearly called him a little boy then but I suspect that would probably get me a bit of a kick to the shins. He is definitely a young man now. And nothing makes me more aware of that than the need he has to spread his wings. One of the fantastic activities that the dude gets to partake in at his current primary school in year six is they get to go away to an awesome outdoor activity centre here in the UK called Bendrig Trust. This is up near Kendal in Cumbria and is specialised for young people and adults with profound physical disabilities and learning difficulties and other challenges. Uh, they do amazing things like, well, rock climbing, abseiling, zip lines, all while in wheelchairs. This place is the stuff of dreams for kids like my boy. One of the greatest aspects of this particular trip is that it is a student and teacher only trip. No parents allowed. As far as my son is concerned, this is a bonus. As far as this mummy is concerned, ha, help me. Um, let's just say my nerves are already shattered at the very prospect of letting my once tiny, precious, very early baby go away on his own with his friends and his teachers for a weeks long activity holiday without me at least 20 minutes away to help in the event of a crisis. He's going to be the best part of three hours away from me and this is the first time ever that we've done anything like this. The nearest we've come to the boy himself being away from us for any length of time is when he's come to stay at our local children's hospice. Maximum we've had there has been three nights away and it's 20 minutes down the road and he's been coming here since he was six months old so we're pretty au fait with the routine. We know everybody here, they know us, it's like a second home. I don't think I'm overestimating just how nervous I am about this school break. Having said that, 
One of my greatest feelings of being a parent and always was, from even when I was young, was that one of the greatest things that we as parents can do for our children is teach them to be independent young people, encourage them to follow what they want to do, to learn new skills, try new things, and to spread their wings without us there hovering behind them. Gaining independence is critical as part of growing up. And just because my boy has an awful lot of challenges does not mean he doesn't get that that attempt to do so. In fact, if anything, he deserves it more so because of the challenges he has and the fact that he's had so many opportunities just ripped away from him because of his illnesses. It does mean, however, that this week it's a bit like mobilising an army. Um, For example, medications have to go into school the week prior to departure to allow the staff time to go through all the medication use forms, check dates on meds to make sure everything's in date, go through all the different doses, times of administration, routes of administration, make sure every child's medication is clearly labelled, for example. Any spare equipment that needs to be taken with the children has to be in school in advance any equipment that is needed that can't be taken in advance has to be taken in on the morning for example the boy himself uses a sleep system obviously he needs this every night so come next monday morning we will be turfing him out of his pit uh stripping his bed down packing it all up and taking him and it, and a week's worth of his blended diet in various freezer bags, off to school to palm him off on the teachers. One of the highlights of my week thus far has been his dad having a small yet perfectly formed flap about how are they going to fit all this in just with Sam. The response from his wonderful teacher who is organising all this is, don't worry, we have one minibus for the staff and kids, and a second minibus for all their equipment, kit and meds. That should give you a clue as to the kind of organisation a trip like this requires. I have to say, I have counted us as a family incredibly lucky that over the years, my boy has had the opportunity to attend such a remarkable school. And I guarantee you, as this is his last year there, there will be more than one possibly tearful podcast or blog post written extolling the virtues of this amazing place before the year is out. However, I am eternally grateful to them for not only encouraging my son and his friends to explore what they can do, to ignore the confines of their bodies and to push past other people's prejudice of what they can do, but to give them the opportunity like this to go on a school holiday to an activity centre that most people wouldn't even believe was possible for children like my son. I have absolutely no doubt that my boy is going to have the best week ever next week. And I cannot wait to hear his stories when he tells me about it. Okay, he's non-verbal. But as we all know, only a tiny amount of communication is verbal. So, can't wait to see the pictures. Even though it might make me very nervous in the process of getting him there. <laughs>